Welcome to Dunking with the Dolphins, brought to you by the 1970 Club, the Men's Basketball NIL Collective at Jacksonville University. Uh, this is Mark Houston, along with my co-host, Bryce Workman, Jossie Powell, and Rob McCray. Gentlemen, uh, let's get started uh, today. Everybody doing well? Yes, sir. Yes, we're doing good. All right. Uh, well, we've got a number of things to talk about. We're going to start off by recapping what was a huge win for, for you guys uh, Friday night at Swisher Gym, beating the uh, North Florida Ospreys 62-50. to And let's talk a little bit about uh, that game and, and some of the keys to that game. So, uh, G, what, what did you think were the keys to uh, defeating UNF uh, Friday night? Uh, really just to play our tempo, play our pace, and uh, really just limit their three balls, of course, because uh, they get a lot of three balls up, and ultimately just hold them under 70, and that's what we did. And uh, Bryce, uh, same thing. You didn't uh, first time you didn't get a chance to play against uh, North Florida. What, what did you think the keys were in, in terms of you guys prevailing Friday night? Um, well, one of the main focuses was trying to take their best player away, Chaz Lanier, and I feel like we did a good job of that. Um, putting two on him off the ball screen really really messed them up. So we just made their other players that don't really score the ball as much score. So it it played in our favor. Yeah, I, I noticed that. And Rob, you were one of the guys that were involved in that double team and really pushing uh, Chaz Lanier away from the basket. Um, was that uh, something that uh, you guys had had worked on in terms of preparing for UNF? Uh, yes, sir. They really, like, emphasized that. You know, that was, like, one of the biggest keys of the game, you know, just stopping him. Because, like, I think they said, like, 80% of the offense, like, run through him or something like right, that. Right, right. So, like, yeah. Just you, sense, just, you sense any frustration on his part? Or he, he seemed to not force anything. He just seemed to no, give yeah. the ball up. He no, forced yeah, he, him to give the ball up. He definitely didn't force anything. Uh, he was just giving the ball up. He just made other people make plays and came out with the win. Now, first game, G, uh, we, we talked a little bit about that going into the UNF game. The first game against UNF, you guys took away the three but gave up. A lot of easy drives to the basket for not only Chaz Lanier, but uh, a couple of the other guys. Uh, Dorian uh, Dorian got a couple mm-hmm. of uh, several in the first game. Mm-hmm. Tell me about um, Dorian James. That is, how did you avoid allowing them to have those drives to the basket while still really guarding the three point line? Uh, we just really uh, the first game we emphasized one on one with no gap help, and I feel like the second game we emphasized like playing our principle, which is being the gap. So I feel like that took away all drives, and as, along with uh, taking Chaz out of the game, we, we just blitzed him on ball screens. And other than that, when other people got the ball, like I said, like gap heavy, and I feel like it kept them out the paint. And when they did get to the paint, they didn't know what to do because we had help on the backside. So I feel like we changed that. Uh, one of the things uh, that you also did, Bryce, that uh, has been a pattern since you've come back last five games, is winning the battle on on, on the boards. And uh, did you feel like you should be able to to control the boards in that game? Um, for the most part, yeah. I feel like I don't know what the number was the first game, but I'm pretty sure we beat them by like twenty. Yeah. So I I just crashed the glass, you know, get my get my teammates that uh, dagger threes. We call that uh, get the rebound and just kick it out for a three. So I feel like that was something I could do. One of, one of those daggers was delivered by Rob um, Rob McCray when you guys had a nice run in the second half and hit a big three 
Um, I don't know if that was the play, Rob, where you uh, – there was a possession. It started with, with Rob McRae, first time all year. You know, he's got tremendous dunks, but you got going pretty fast and uh, – and and went in and and the dunk went off the back rim way back out, but oh, that yeah. possession continued, yeah, which was to your credit because that can be sort of a, a negative play, can it, Rob? Yeah. You, you miss a dunk and then nobody gets they're going the other way. Yeah, coach talked about that uh, today in film. Yeah, and you guys did a great job of getting, I think, that possession maybe three shots at it before you finally finally hit a a, a big uh, basket in that point of the game. It was key key part of the game. Let's shift gears, guys. Talk about Stetson. Uh, next one up is is are the Stetson Hatters. Once again, you guys are playing a team in the league second time around. This time at home. Last time, of course, was was down in Deland. Um, the first game. This is quite a different setup because Rob and uh, and Bryce were you were both out that game. Rob mm-hmm. had that ankle ankle yeah. sprain, and and Bryce, you were still out with a broken hand. Yeah. So it's a really it's a different set of players this time around. Um but tell tell you and you lost by 16 down in Deland. Tell me about as you prepare and I assume you guys have already seen the scouting report on Stetson at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Tell me about uh what are the keys uh to the game and let's start with uh with G. Tell me about Stetson what you get what you guys need to do in order to to win this ball game. Uh, I feel like really just they're another fast team and top two team in our league, so they start, score the ball a lot. So our uh, objective is really just hold them under 70 and really just take pride on defense and stopping there. They have two all-league guards that are really talented, so really just taking them out of it and really getting the balls out of their hand and make other dudes be similar to UNF. But, uh, yeah, ultimately just hold them under their 70 mark and then do what we do on offense. And um... – you mentioned the the guards. Um, probably as good a tandem as there is in the league as far as two guards. Uh, the point guard, Stefan Swenson, you've played against him. Guys, uh, G and Bryce, you've seen him for three years at least. Um, but then Jalen Blackman is, is leading the league in scoring. And uh, what are – tell me about Swenson, uh, uh, G, and, 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 and then tell me a little bit about Blackman. Where, what's the difference between the, the way those two guys play? Uh, yeah, Swenson played him a couple of years, uh, probably third year playing him. He definitely a pass first point guard, probably like top ten in the country in assists. He probably averaged like six assists a game, and really the team doesn't get going unless he gets them involved. And so it's really like two opposite players because one is pass first and one is score first. One shoots a lot, and as you see, averages like twenty a game. Which ultimately, if you hold them under twenty, they don't like they won't score their average. So really. It's really like Batman and Robin type deal. They're both going to go off, but ultimately we got to slow them down to win the game. Bryce, talk about uh, Gatorizzi, the, the big man who has improved tremendously. I thought he was a, a year or two ago, I thought he was a borderline player, really a project, and he has become a force in the middle for uh, for Stetson. So, so tell me about what you're going to try. Or I guess you and and Stefan Payne will be having some time guarding uh Gatorizzi, but what? Tell me about him. Um, he's a real aggressive dude. Um, coaches today told us that um, he ty- he likes to do cheap shots. You know, so that's something that we got to be mindful of. You know, just keeping our head, even though he might be doing that. Um, he just plays hard for real, and just got to keep him off the glass and just 
don't be bothered by his cheap shots and talking trash and all that. Um, they also lost um, one of their other bigs, um, Josh Smith. So right. I feel like that's going to play a big, big role in the game. Um, they got to let other players come in the game now and make those big plays. So I feel like we got a good chance as long as we just. So, so I can, our, I yeah. take it. Yeah, you're, you're right. Josh Smith, uh, who had come back, had been out sort of with a knee injury like mm-hmm. yours, came back, played really well, player of the week uh, a couple of weeks ago, and then goes down with a knee again. So uh, I, I'm sure you could feel for him. Yeah. But tell me about uh, how they'll play size wise, because they may, they could either play small because <clears throat> Josh Smith, 6'8, six, 6'9. Power forward, so they'll they could either bring in their other seven footer and play yeah. two bigs in the post, or they can play small ball. So well, um, you got to be ready for both of those, right? Yeah, um, I think they really might start big just because we have a big lineup, also, um, and it will be a good matchup. But I feel like they also might go small ball at some point during the game. And when that happens, you're going to have a matchup uh, advantage mm-hmm. just in terms of being able to post up somebody that's. Six four six five. Yeah, at that um, point. I I feel like I can cause matchup problems offensively and defensively. Defensively, I can probably guard one through five. Okay. So, and Rob, first chance, first shot at Stetson. I know, I know, you're looking forward to this game. It's a huge game for you guys, as will be every game you play, and as was Friday night. Mm. So, do you feel the guys are are going to be as focused and ready to play as they were Friday night? Um, yeah, I feel like everybody focused right now. You know, today in practice we competed. You know, nobody satisfied with what happened Friday night. So, yeah, we're just moving on to the next. And that's the attitude that you guys are going to have the rest of this year. Um, all right, so we'll come back. Uh, segment two, shift gears a little bit. I want to talk about uh, uh, some of you guys and, and uh, some, some players that have come back into the lineup and how that's affected the chemistry and your ability to – to move forward with the season. So we'll be back uh, shortly with that. Back with dunking with the Dolphins. Uh, Mark Houston here with Jossi Powell, Bryce Workman, Rob McCray. Guys, um, the game Friday night against North Florida marked the return after several weeks of him being out of uh, your teammate, uh, Marcus Nyblack. And uh, what I want to ask, and I would like to go around the table, is... Um, tell me what Marcus brings to this team and what he gives you um, that you don't have when he's out of the lineup and not, not able to contribute at all. And G, um, tell me about what, what, what is, how does Marcus's presence on the court change, change the dynamics? I would say just like his, the presence, like assertiveness and how he like, how he plays and how like his swagger on the court, just everybody feeds off of it. How like, he basically just gets everybody involved. He's just RPG. Like, ultimately, he was in a lineup for the whole non-con and the start of the conference. So when he's out, it's like our starting PG the whole year. So it's obviously a big, big part. Right. And he came off the bench, and that mm-hmm. worked That worked fine. It was a good way to get him back into getting some minutes in both the first and second half. Right. Bryce, tell me tell me about uh, about Marcus and what he what he brings to the team when he's he's able to play. Um, You know, he's a very aggressive dude. Um. Like G said, he's very assertive. He gets us into our offense sometimes. Um, he, he sometimes, even though he might uh, react in a bad way, you know, I feel like he just has that that energy to him that just gets the team going sometimes when we need it. 
Yeah, he's just he's just a good point guard. And uh, obviously, Rob, you've you've played this season, and you, you know Marcus very well. Uh, what is from your standpoint? What is what does Marcus give to the team, and and what does he do for you when he's on the court? Uh, I just feel like like his presence on the court, you know, like it takes a little bit of stress off of all of us because they got to worry about him too. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like like they were saying though, <clears throat> he just brings us like different type of energy. Like even when he get texts and stuff like that, like, you know, he just, <laughs> he just <Did> you, <laughs> speaking of technicals, I, I hate. I, you know, we don't want to let necessarily. Uh, be one of the leaders in the country in any categories. We like scoring, rebounding, defense, assists, any of those things. Technicals yeah. probably not on the list. <laughs> but tell me, uh, you got, tell me, guys, quickly. Uh, tell me about what happened at the end of the at the end of the first half from your perspective. Just so we know, because uh, a lot of times fans don't know exactly what happened. Um. I think Bryce, I, were you in the best position to tell us? Yeah, I think right. he he was trying to get the foul at the last second, but they and, didn't. And, they, he, and he probably did. Yeah, he, he probably did. But you know, they're not always going to call that. Yeah, um, I think he just he just ran to the ball out of like out of anger, and then one of the dudes like nudged him a little bit, and then he just might have said something, and yeah. I just I just pulled him away. Right, you got you got you guys got two of them. You guys have some pretty good practice about when a couple of your guys maybe. Uh, crossing the line a little bit, doing something a little too aggressively. You guys are well trained to uh, to grab him, get him out of there, and, and you did. He did certainly did not have any physical contact that I could see with anybody other than going to retrieve the ball that had been batted out of bounds. Um, but you guys did a good job uh, uh, as best you could. But they still called a technical, and you had to be. Did you guys even know when you went to the locker room that they were going to come out and shoot two free throws? Okay. Yeah, yeah. kind of knew, yeah. Somebody communicated that Coach to you. did. Yeah. yeah, okay, good. Well, let's talk an- about another guy who's been back on the court, but not just coming back Friday night, but it's been back five games, and that's you, Bryce, Bryce Workman. Um, Bryce, tell me how, or tell us uh, how you feel you are in terms of where your game is as compared to how it was first month of the season. Um, First month, first couple games, you know, um, I kind of established myself uh, as a as a scorer and just a um, a good player on the team. Um, when I when I went out, I feel like that kind of brought us down, but we still had enough to do what we had to do. Um, as of right now, I'm trying to find my way back in, but I, I feel like I'm doing a good job of just taking every game like slowly, knowing that every team is coming with a double. So I just got to find my teammates. Um, just trying to get back into it, really. And uh, Jay, you think uh, Bryce is back to where he was? Or you think it's it's still a work in progress or a workman in progress? We could call it. <laughs> I feel like ultimately, <laughs> when you have an injury, I feel like it's gonna take you a little minute to get your touch back. But I feel like Bryce has played basketball a pretty long time, so I feel like he just doesn't lose it. And just having his presence out there, like knowing that you have that scoring threat in the post, like people have to respect him at all times. So it opens games. For us guards, a lot. So, I think he's back to where we need him to be at. And Rob, uh, having Bryce back in the lineup, how does that affect uh, your game and 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 the team overall? Uh, like he said, just having that threat in the post, just knowing you can just throw it in there and get a bucket, you know, just take a lot of stress off the guard. Good. All right, guys, uh, we're gonna shift gears one more time. We come back for segment three. We're not gonna even talk uh, basketball per se. We're gonna talk about some of the things that are just a little outside the uh, 
a strictly basketball subject. And uh, we'll come back shortly with segment three of Dunking with the Dolphins. Back with segment three, Dunking with the Dolphins. Uh, I'm here, Mark Houston, with Jossie Powell, Bryce Workman, Rob McCray. And we're going to uh, talk a little bit outside the uh, strict basketball discussion here. And I want to ask you guys about social media um, and the role that how you use social media or how you avoid social media. So we'll start. I'm going to start with G. G, I assume you have a social media presence of some some level. Kind of, yeah. All right. Are you a poster or are you just a guy that re, a reposter? Uh, I try. I actually try not to be on social media too much, but I do. I do post often. Sometimes. Is it is it about basketball or is it about other subjects? I try to keep my page strictly basketball. Okay. My Thor fit on, but strictly basketball. How about you, Bryce? Um, I'm kind of a little bit of both. I don't really like to be on social media that much because it kind of just uh, it just I don't know. Like I, nowadays, in social media like Instagram and all that that. It just is not it. I don't know how to explain it. But, um, yeah, I like to be on Instagram. I'll post something about, like, the game, right, like, right. something like that. It might put a picture of me in the mirror or something like that. <laughs> with, with some clothes on or something. What, what, Hopefully. What, what, yeah, like, with, with an outfit on, like G said. Well, that's good because if it was without an outfit, nah. you have some <laughs> no, issues man. there. And uh, I'm not sure uh, that would be uh, yeah, well nah. received by your teammates or, or, or the rest of the community. But Rob, uh, are, so you have more of a social media presence than these other two guys. I mean, I'm kind of the same. Like, You're kind of the same. Okay. Listen, oh, I, I like to be, I like to be on it sometimes and sometimes I like to be off of it. No, but, right. he, he has the blue check. What is that? All right. I need an explanation. <laughs> what do you can have? explain? Oh, you have the blue check, uh, because you've been vetted as a legitimate, you are the Rob McCray. Yeah, I guess. That's good because we are not. <laughs> it's, and Rob McCrae's can get confusing because your dad's Rob McCrae yeah. fourth and so on and so forth. Um, all right, let's talk about something. Any are you, all three of you guys familiar with what happened Wake Forest Duke this weekend? Oh yeah, I watched that. Uh, game. You watched no. the game. Good, big win for the Deacons. What happened? Well, the Deacons beat the Blue Devils. Beat oh, Duke. Okay. But what but happened was, that gained national yeah. publicity on the national news mm-hmm. is after the the Deacons pulled out the win last, and the uh, all the fans stormed the court, and the big seven footer you'll remember from last. Well, I don't know if you got it. Filipowski, remember um, the big big yeah. kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Deacon fans collided with him, and he either sprained his ankle or hurt his knee or both, and it's been a little uncertain. But it got a lot of publicity because the question is, what are what is the ACC going to do about it? What's what is Wake going to do about it? Uh, Duke's coach John Shire was very upset that it happened because he almost he might have had an injury. He had an injury. How serious we don't know. To one of his top players, Filipowski's an All League player. I mean, if you so, if you like really look at the video though, yeah. like he he really like pushed somebody first. So, so, so like, it, I feel like it was like instant karma. Yeah, you you think Filipowski may, like, may have been. Uh, Part of having a, of that collision, they sort of stepped out into the way of the charging fan, or no, yeah, because he definitely like put somebody first and then like they yeah. storming the court, so like they not right. really like. But it's still, right it's still the issue remains. No matter can't hurt a happened. can't hurt a player like that. Uh, you know? Well, no, was, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was on purpose though. Like I feel like they right. was just running. Right. And at first, mm-hmm. Filipowski thought he claimed that it was intentional, as if somebody tried to 
you know, collide with him. And, and that doesn't look to be the case. But regardless of how it happened uh, last month or, or a few weeks ago, Caitlin Clark, who's the best women's player in the country, uh, there was they, court was stormed and she got knocked over. Yeah, so tell me from a player's perspective, what do you think about uh, those incidents? And do you think the schools and the leagues need to conferences need to control and prevent that from happening? Gee, what do you think? I feel like uh, I feel like they definitely don't need to like cancel that happening because I feel like, for instance, when Wake Forest beat Duke, that's a top ten win. Like yeah. that's exciting for the team, the program, the players. Like if you're on the winning side of it, you would love for your fans to get stormed. Yeah. Yeah. It takes you back to the moment when we lost to Bellarmine in the championship, and they stormed it on us. Oh my god! And it's like it's like dang, like that sucks. But at the same time, it's like I I know they're happy. I know like. They like yeah. that moment, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that out of it, especially. Like Interest, the, interesting the perspective, Bryce. Um, I wouldn't say they take it away. I just say like the ob- opposite team that obviously lose, they would have to like gather their players or just gather their team, so nothing like that would happen. But uh, you can't really take away storming the court from a team that wins a game like that. So, gotcha, Rob. You okay with your former? Former students at Wake Forest, uh, storm of the court. Uh, yeah, I don't think they should take it away. Cause okay. like, like they said, like if we get a big win, I want, yeah. I want everybody to storm the court. Well, and we'll, I feel we'll, like we'll keep we'll keep that in mind. If you guys can continue to win big games, uh, we will uh, we'll, we'll keep that in mind. In Swisher, not as many people, so maybe uh, storming the court, you guys would be able to navigate more easily. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, all right. So quickly, one other thing. This is totally removed from college basketball. Uh, and Rob's going to be probably my focus on this this question. Um, there is. Uh, have you? Do you know about this issue that's happened in, in outside of Houston, Texas? High school kid has uh, has has the dreads and is was suspended from school. They said it violated some policies that the school had regarding hairstyles and ways you wear your hair. And he said. This is, I, I feel connected to my past by by wearing this hairstyle and and uh, there's so there's a big legal battle going on now. Mm-hmm. Do you think a high school should be able to uh, a public high school should be able to uh, lay down any rules for how you wear your hair? Uh, no, I definitely don't agree with that <laughs> because like this high school was recruiting me. Yeah, like before before like my eighth grade year. Yeah, before I was about to go to high school. Yeah. Like they was telling me I would have to cut my hair. Oh my gosh! And you know that just like completely like did it the situation. Did you have the same hairstyle throughout uh, junior high and high school? Yeah, I did. Okay, so that's a that's part of Rob McRae's identity. Yeah. Is, is is your hairstyle and you? That that's not a rule. So you 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 would support this this young man in Texas, and you think that there should not be a regulation that prohibits him from wearing, you know, getting suspended for wearing his hair a certain way. That's that's not. Cool to you. Yeah, I definitely support. All right, Rob. So Rob McRae will probably be posting on his, uh, even though he may not like to post all the time, he may want to post on this uh, <laughs> subject. So guys, uh, huge week, and it begins Wednesday night uh, against Stetson. So best of luck in that game. Uh, come with the same energy you did uh, uh, Friday night against uh, UNF, and I think things will work out work out okay for you guys. So yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank, Thank you. you.